Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Formula One Fans UK podcast. It's an emergency podcast. I'm Reese. I'm joined today by Tim. Yep, it's it's official. He's back. We've waited a long time to say this. Chris is back on the podcast. Woo! Hello, I'm back. I'm back. I mean, we've missed you, Chris. We've missed <laughs> we've missed insulting you to your face. Um, that's pretty much. Back <laughs> we've missed your opinions on Formula One. That's what we've missed. Yes, my non-biased opinions. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we we can all be biased today because we're all, I think, in agreement, aren't we? So. Well, yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's exactly well. It's exactly what we've been calling for or expecting for quite a while. Nick DeVries is out. Daniel Ricciardo is in. It took it took half a day of watching him drive the uh, the RB19 for them to decide. Yeah, this guy's better than the other guy. Yeah, um, it it did take Danny Rick to apparently do a lap that would have put him second between Lando and Max on the grid on Sunday <laughs> in his first half a day. I mean, unconfirmed, <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, it was different a, conditions. A, different conditions as well, and um, well, I mean, he was extremely competitive, and it just took uh, a decision, which was not a, a difficult one by the sounds of things, to get Nick DeVries out of the car. I think it could be said as being a bit of a surprise that they didn't wait until the summer break to do it. But at the same time, this is probably the freshest you're going to get Ricardo before a race weekend. Is the fact he's coming off the back of a tire test. I think they timed it right. You know, they they've given him a run today, and they're going to give him a weekend to see what his fitness levels are like and what they've got to work on over the summer. Have they made the right call? I personally don't think so. I think they should have put Liam Mawson in the car. I don't see why you would take Daniel and in, in a backwards style. Yeah, for me, I feel like the only reason they've not gone for Liam Lawson is because this is the interview now. It's the biggest interview of Daniel Ricciardo's life. And uh, I think that Mr. Checo Perez is going to be checking to see if his uh, contract's a bit more watertight than Nick DeVries' contract was. Uh, that's what I feel this is. I mean, I, I said in the podcast on the weekend that Daniel Ricciardo will be in the Red Bull next year. And, uh, well, it turns out I might be right about that. You really think they're going to go backwards and put Daniel back in the car and say, oops, we made a mistake. Let's team him back up with Max again. I don't think that would be them saying, oops, we made a mistake. I think it would be saying, we tried other avenues and this is the best teammate that we can give Max who's not going to cause a problem in the team. I mean, they were always close together in machinery that was designed for Max. We've gone through Albon, we've gone through Gasly, we've gone through Kvyat, we've gone through... Well, we're going through Perez now. There's obviously just a matter of time until we do find ourselves back at a guy who can, you know, drive the car like Max drives it. But Max, let's not forget, was a Red Bull junior and we're skipping past Red Bull juniors to put a Red Bull senior back in the car. What's the, the point in having this whole system if, if they're not making the best use of it? I don't see Ricardo being in that Alpha Tauri for next season, regardless of if he goes up to the back to the senior team or not. I think this is uh, six months where he will be in the Alpha Tauri and then he will either be in a Red Bull, another team, or he'll be out of the sport again. I don't I don't see him being in the Alpha Tauri long term. 
Red Bull and Liam Lawson have put clearly put a progression plan together for Liam Lawson, which involves the Super Formula, which I think alongside F2 is probably one of the best theories that he could be in to learn and develop outside of Formula One. And also maybe Red Bull are saying we've learned from our mistakes and this time we want to give Liam a progression route that doesn't just throw him straight into the intensity of an F1 seat because coming in place of a driver who's just been kicked out of Formula One is much less time given for you to get up to speed than there is on someone who coming in when you can get a full pre-season of Liam can do in the winter if that's what they who they want to bring up. I think personally with, with the amount of testing time that drivers don't have now it's the perfect time for AlphaTauri and Red Bull to put their hands up and say okay the season's fucked let's throw young drivers in let's run a couple of drivers over a couple of weekends get some competitive action and and get them some mileage behind the cars yeah as long as they've got enough points for the super license that's true that is true um, I mean, for me, I, I feel like this move to get rid of Nick DeVries doesn't stem from how bad Nick DeVries has been. I, I feel like the last five races have shown there's probably just not the faith in Checo at the moment. And they are actively exploring other options. You put Ricardo in today, he looks fast, he looks competitive, according to Red Bull. So put him in the car alongside Yuki Snowder. Because you know, this could be Yuki Tsunoda's chance. If he can comfortably beat Ricardo, like he's been comfortably beating De Vries, what's to say that Tsunoda might not be that driver that displaces Perez? You've literally just taken the point out of my mouth there with Tsunoda. I was going to be my next point was, this is a very good comparison bar for Tsunoda to now say, where am I at compared to an experienced driver in Formula One, a race winner in Formula One in the same machinery. And even if they're not going to be in the fringes of those points every week, if Sonoda's finishing his 11th, 12th, and Ricardo is finishing 15th, 16th, 17th, week in, week out, then maybe it will be a good reflection on Sonoda that he's finishing that far ahead. So it's, it's time we talk about Nick DeVries, of course. Uh, the man got fired on his day off, which is a, you know, a, a bit of a rough one. But at the same time, I think everyone wanted him to do well. I don't think like anyone out there just thought he just didn't deserve the seat based on the back of his cameo for Williams last season. It was clear Mercedes wanted him to do well, but it's just not, it's just not worked out. What now for Nick DeVries, Chris? I was going to say, what a masterstroke by Total Wolf. (laughs) Let's sell. Red Bull, a dud of a driver, and tell him he's the best thing ever, and we wanted him on our team. Well, yeah, Formula Two champion, Formula what, what, Lawman, what, Formula. What, what La- wanting him in your Formula E team is uh, not the same as wanting him in your Formula One team. <laughs> I, he is a former Formula yeah, Two champion. But wasn't he a Formula Two champion in the year after Charles Norris and Russell all moved up? So there was no one in, of great F1 talent really left in Formula 2 that season. That is true but at the same time, you know, Formula 2 champion you, you can't tell your nose up in it uh, I know one of you said IndyCar and I think that is, you know, probably the next step of where you can be, I mean I don't, I don't think he even gets into IndyCar at the moment I think he goes to, he's not going to get into Indy Lights maybe Indy Next if it's now called I don't think he gets an IndyCar seat I don't think he's going to get into IndyCar this season but 
there's there's going to be space next season. There's going to be a couple of drivers out of a drive next season, and there is going to be potential for a couple of drivers. Maybe when maybe, maybe when maybe when Grosjean comes back to F1 with Andretti and Cadillac. Well, I I don't see that happening anymore. uh, What I would say, I don't see De Vries racing again this year. I think what he needs is, you know, the time to get his head head right because I mean, being dropped like this is is brutal. I I mean, you could maybe have seen it coming in the summer break, but the fact that and and we have seen Red Bull axe drivers when we're not expecting to axe drivers in the middle of the season before, but never in the Alpha Tauri team. No, that team's designed to to build drivers' confidence and get them ready to step up to Red Bull, and it's backfiring on them at the minute. Exactly. So, uh, what do we actually think of of Danny Rick's chances? He had a rough time at McLaren, even though he won a race. That season that followed, he really struggled, and when he got in the car in sim at Red Bull, they didn't recognise the driver that had left. So he's obviously built himself back up a lot in the sim over the last half a season. He he has built himself back up in that sim to be competitive in the car. So where where do we stand on Ricardo now? Do we feel like this could be a success or do we feel like it's just uh, just to get anyone in the car that isn't De Vries? I think it's just let's satisfy Danny Rick by putting him in his seat and let's just see legitimately where the car is. Maybe start using it for tests and parts well testing red bull yeah can't do that you you can't do that in the season can you 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 can there are certain parts that you can take and that's the plan for next year is for alpha tari to take a lot of red bull parts every part you can take distance themselves the last few years but they seem to be going back to wanting to take them haven't they yeah well that that's exactly what they're going to go down of course you've got the new team principal coming in next year uh, new leadership and, and all that of Alpha Tauri. I think it's even being rebranded. Yep. Yeah, new name. So it's just, you know, a matter of time. So, but just going back, Ricardo, do we see this as being, and we sort of we sort of discussed it already, but do we see this being the trial for the second Red Bull seat? Yeah, I think it's a three-way fight between him, Perez and Sonoda. Because if Sonoda puts Ricardo away, in the same way he put De Vries away, and then Perez continues to falter, it, it really could be that he's the only viable option for Red Bull to next season. But it could also, it could also work the other way. If Danny Rick's scoring points in that Alpha Tauri regularly, then he's putting Sonoda away. If I was Perez, I would be really fearing for my seat right now and my F1 future, because I don't think he'll be picked up by anyone else. I can't see Danny Rick back in a Red Bull seat. I just don't see it happening. But he can pull off a win for Alpha Tauri. I don't think that's going to be enough to get him back in a Red Bull. With their structure that they have and the way they work with their drivers, I just can't see them bringing Danny back as a full-time driver. I think he's just a space saver till the end of the season. And uh, and for me, just following up on your point, Tim, who picks up Perez? I do feel like there is a space for Perez on the on the grid if he gets dropped by Red Bull, but it has to be one of these ones that he's given enough notice that he's being dropped. This can't be a uh, three weeks after the season, oh, by the way, we're going down this route. It needs to be a, a well-kept open secret within Formula One that someone else is getting the seat, like it was with the fact that, you know, 
Perez was going to get that seat off of Albon. Like everyone knew that was coming. So this is it's just going to be that sort of level for someone to pick Perez up. I feel he's too good a driver and too experienced of a driver not to have if you're a middling team and he's available. He's driven for most teams on the grid as it is. You know, you'd have to just sit there and pick out which ones he hasn't driven for. Ferrari. Yeah. McLaren, <laughs> he did Tesla with Mercedes, didn't he? He's done yeah, the Aston McLaren. Martin, McLaren. Yep. He's driven for the top half of the grid other than Ferrari. I could, yeah. Good yeah, point. I mean, he, he's driven for Alfa Romeo. Yeah. As, as Sauber. Yeah. It's well, Williams. Alfa Tauri. <laughs> Williams, Alfa Tauri. Which is the Red Bull family, so you could say he's driven for that. If company. he ends up in the Alpha Tower next season, then so it's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> no, I don't see them picking uh, Perez over Lawson. Is Williams actually a bad choice of a seat? I, I know I'd be giving them a second glance at the minute. Yeah, I'd yeah. say would I. I would too. I, I just feel like Williams feels like it's locked down for next season. I don't see them giving Logan Sargent the, uh, the Nick DeVries seat. Uh, treatment. I feel like he will get two years in that car. First year set himself in. Second year, you know, that's where you've got to perform. Alex Albon is that team's leader right now, and I feel like he would be wise to stick around there because it looks like they are finally on the way up. It looks like they finally got a competent team principal. Is it still a two-year loan from Red Bull for Alex? I don't think it was a loan. I think he was released from his contract to be able to drive for them. Yeah, but they keep the sponsorship on him, don't they? On his helmet and on his race overalls. Sponsorship's another thing, yeah. But speaking of sponsorship, how much Alpha Tower merch is going to be sold with a number three Ricardo <laughs> on it? In the ne- even if it's just the next four or five months, what a blinding piece of gold that is for the Alpha Tower marketing team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just imagine their uh, luxury shirts with uh, just number three on the pocket. and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Their Miami shirts back. <laughs> well, Alpha, Alpha Tauri's new range range of Daniel Daniel Ricardo Hawaiian shirts. They'll, they'll be back. They'll be back dating the. Uh, they'll be back dating their merchandise just to put Ricardo on it. Um, oh, Vegas, Ricardo. Vegas. Yeah. He's going. He's getting Vegas. He's gonna. He's yeah. gonna get the race that he wanted when he was asked in 2016 or whatever it was where he wants to race in his life. So. We mentioned Perez is probably in the hot seat now, but if we look outside of, of Red Bull, the Red Bull family, of course, we don't really have many other teams that are as cutthroat with their driver selections. But who do you feel now is is in the hot seat outside of the Red Bull family? What, because of the potential of one of Ricardo or Perez going to a going Go to, to a a, at, least, at least a competitive team? Oh, I think uh, Sonny Stroll. Lance Walk, as he's now known, because he's so slow. Uh, I think he, if, if there's a fight, fit and fire in Ricardo, Ricardo and Alonso in that Aston Martin next season. <laughs> I feel like Joe Guanyu could be on the on the brink. He's had so much bad luck recently. But he's, he's been putting Bottas away. But, I don't know. I, I, think, I think either Alfa Romeo driver could be on the brink, but I just feel like if you're going to get rid of one of them, I think Bottas is a little less disposable. There's a bit more disposable income now if you go around. I was about to say, yeah, I think Joe brings in Chinese Joe government money. Which... He does. Mind you, Chinese Formula Four could come knocking. <laughs> well, we're going. They've said we're definitely going back to China next year. So I would think that the Chinese government are going to want to secure a Chinese driver for F1's return. 
That's true. Mind you, we've been definitely going back to China for a few years now. That's not our problem. We're not going. And also, I'll say, we're racing in Asia. If we're going to bring a race back in Asia, I'd rather bring back Sepang. That sounds like an Apple on a problem, not us. Yeah. We will fix the calendar, as you will hear shortly mm-hmm. in the upcoming podcast that we've been teasing for a while, but we are planning to drop it very soon. Yeah. What I'm going to say is just as we as we wrap this up, um, just want your prediction, Chris and Tim, and I'll give mine as well, of what do we feel the lineups will be in the respective Red Bull teams next season, starting with Alpha Tauri and then going on to Red Bull? Oh, are you still going to pay... It's going to be Liam Lawson and their the other driver that's in there at the minute. What, in F2? What, Iwasa? What do you mean, Sonoda? Sonoda. So. It'll be Sonoda and it'll be Liam Lawson. So, on that basis, do you think that the Red Bull drivers are staying the same? Max and Checo? Yeah. And Checo's got a contract for next season. And I don't know he's having. <laughs> A shit time of it at the minute. But there's been a lot of bad luck there in, in qualifying. Ricardo had a contract oh. for this season. Do you mean De Vries? No, Ricardo had a contract for this season. Oh, of course he did with McLaren. Yeah. F1 contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on. Um, Tim, same question to you, though. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be outlandish and outrageous, and you're all going to laugh at me. I think the Red Bull seats will be Max and Sonoda. And I actually said that before this switch was made. I said it after the Austrian Grand Prix on the last pod I was on. And I think that the Alpha Tauri seats will be um, Iwasa and Lawson. I'm going to stand by my guns as well, that I'm going with Lawson, Sonoda and Alpha Tauri and Ricardo and Verstappen in the Red Bull. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I would love to. I'd love to see him go back and be the one to... Beat Max. Stop it from being four in a row. And Maybe they sign Danny up for a Red Bull seat and Max pulls a Rosberg. <laughs> I don't think he will just yet. I feel I feel I mean, he's got a year or two left in him. But I, I see 2026 if Red Bull aren't competitive, he pulls a Rosberg. Halfway through the season. Oh, he, he'll be gone. Yeah, by then. He's already saying how ugly cars are. Yeah, he, he wants to... Um, he wants the weight reduction in the new rules to be like a major point, but he says they're not going to get anywhere near what the drivers want. Anyway, that's a problem for another time. Uh, so until then, thank you very much for tuning in to this emergency podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening. As always, we want to thank our show sponsors, Apex Tracks, or your 3D printed track wall art needs. Head to apextracks.com. That's A-P-E-X-T-R-A-X-S.com. If you enjoyed listening to what you've heard, check out the link in the bio of the podcast to check out everything that we offer on all our socials, including brand new threads. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. Chris, it's been a while. Please say the line. Say the line, Bart. Say the line. (laughs) Cheerio, guys. Cheerio, guys.